What's up, everybody? It's Joe Lupuma. You are listening. You are watching the Complex Sneakers Podcast. As always, I'm with my guys, my two co-hosts. First off, to my right, Mr. Matt Welty. Early morning. Just talking about lathering ourselves up in soap. Wow, a little <laughs> okay, a little behind the scenes. That's for the late night podcast. Little, little behind the scenes. <laughs> lathering ourselves up. To my left, Mr. Brendan Dunn. Hello. How you doing? I'm all right. How's it going? What's going on, guys? How we feeling? I feel good. Me too. Feel energized. We're starting early. Yeah. You know, let's get to it. You're an early riser. Speaking, speaking. <laughs> he is. He's yeah. in the gym seven o'clock every every morning. Speaking of early. <laughs> Team early? <laughs> team early, team early sneaker leaks. What? Which ones? In general. Oh, he's getting right to it. I'm upset. Me and Brendan had listen, like a whole like listen. Yeah. Heart to heart conversation yesterday yeah. after a sneaker leak on a rye, maybe. Listen, there's been a couple where there's been two in the last week that we were sitting on. You know, sometimes we have news stories ready to go, and sometimes mm-hmm. for various reasons we have to wait a little bit longer. We want to work on a little bit more confirmation, see what more information we can get, see if we can get any comment, things like that. So the first one was the Fat Joe Terror Squad Air Force One. We had that info for a while. Yeah. We were waiting. We were waiting. We thought we were safe to wait. And then Fat Joe posts it. What can you do? You were forced to lean back. <laughs> right? Listen, if Roy Jones was <laughs> you were forced to lean back a little uh, on and, the leak, and I don't know if anybody cares about this. This is inside baseball stuff, and maybe I'm just doing it for my ego's sake to be like, just so you know, we had this info beforehand. But that was one of them, and then the other one we were sitting on was the Run the Jewels SB Dunk collaboration, which we were ready to go and post it, and we were on a shoot, and then somebody leaked the first photo of them. But you also had much consternation about posting it. Yeah. To begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just worried you, that... You were at pause with the whole... Yeah, I mean, we had the story ready to go, but I was like, if if we post this, is LP going to get mad at me personally? Because I'm who, such a huge LP fan. Yeah, who's like a childhood <laughs> hero of yeah, yours to you some know? extent. But we were still ready to go with it. And yeah, then the, the leak happened while we were recording and I was, I was very bummed. But also it was a weird day because Tame won... You yeah. know, who was alongside LP and the yeah. Weathermen, like, died that same day. And it just seemed, like, distasteful to maybe leak the Run the Jewels SB Dunks on yes. that same day. And so we had this whole conversation about, like, should yeah. you or shouldn't you? And I'm like, oh, let's just, like, wait a minute. And we go on the shoot. And then you come yeah. back. And... Was that conversation in person? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I didn't see it on the group. Chat, <laughs> you weren't so consulted. Was... <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, we do have some extra info that wasn't necessarily in, in the leak in that it's two pairs, a Nike SB Dunk High and a Nike SB Dunk Low. As you can see in the first leaked image, there's some references to 420. I think LP married his wife on 420, and mm-hmm. then Killer Mike's birthday is on 420, and I'm told that the shoe is going to be a 420 release next year, so very much makes sense. I actually have seen the shoes. There's there's a black and pink one that's the Dunk High, and it's like black leather with pink kind of like pony hair, I think, and then there's a Dubray that looks a little bit like the, uh, you know, the the... The, the, fist, run the, jewels, the, the yeah. logo, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a Dubray that looks like that and kind of gold. And then there's an SB Dunk Low. I think that's the one that leaked, which is like a two-tone blue with suede uppers and a pink swoosh and then a kind of a clear translucent outsole. So Someone's just doing an artist sketch right now <laughs> <laughs> from your description. Again, maybe this is all just for my ego to be like, we know about this stuff before anybody else. But I like leaking shoes. It brings me great joy. And When, when... you miss out on a leak, the F-bombs fly. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. I don't want to put you out there, but no, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's we true. had we had a whole conversation because we had got off of a shoot mm-hmm. yesterday. We had like a whole conversation about like I, I, wealthy knew I was gonna let this stuff ruin my whole. I week. knew he was. I knew he was like kind of like 
torn up a bike because we had an awesome shoot. Mm. Yeah, but More I was and I, I told I told him like, hey, look, the the kernel or like the silver lining of this, so it doesn't like ruin your whole day, is that you were so hesitant about posting it to begin with because mm. you thought maybe it's going to screw up a relationship with someone that you know. But hold on, we were going to post it for sure. No, for I, sure, we, for like, sure. No, I wasn't saying you sh shouldn't have posted yeah. it, but you know the timing and everything yeah. you were like hey maybe it isn't the right time to post it because Wait i don't, don't want to like forever screw up a situation with someone who i want to potentially work with in in the future sure right? interview yeah and you know what it's like you lose one but it almost like took it out of your hands so you didn't have to make a decision that you regretted at some point and mm -hmm. you still had it like an early post with more info on it so you didn't take the biggest l and maybe you know what it turned out for the best the way the situation was supposed to unravel. So. This is true. Look at him. This is true. Look at no. I, I appreciate wealthy in that moment. Great advice. In this, you know, and Great it's advice. also like like you told me again. This is so insider to mm -hmm. like how sneaker mm -hmm. news sites work. But the thing of like the only takeaway or learning you could have from the situation is to not be so hesitant to post things but we never want to have that approach that, and of that's like, not a best practice yeah of just like not, you know yeah. what i have a little bit of info i'm just going to post everything exactly exactly so yeah but Good. we still know more about it than anybody else there Good yeah perspective <laughs> one thing that came thank up, you for that well one thing that came up while we're talking hip-hop and sneakers in the slack mm -hmm. the 25 classic rap albums and their sneaker counterparts <laughs> yes. a feature that he did he, were, you, were, were you? Were you? I don't think I was working you had for told Complex. Me, at you the time. It was actually Joe's. Like this is an old Complex. Yeah, it was 2014. My okay. Idea. No, it was your idea. Do you? You had just come up with like kind of like an idea of like we should just pair uh, rap albums and classic shoes, mm -hmm. which seemed really like simple on the surface. Mm -hmm. This is 2014. Right. It right. It seemed really simple on the surface, but then like after you get like outside of like the first like two. You know, where I think it, it was something like it was like a reason, reasonable doubt and like the Air Jordan 11, mm -hmm. uh, ready to die and like Air Jordan 1. Beastie mm -hmm. Boys, Paul's Boutique and Air Jordan 2, the original. Let me ask you, though. Because he's comparing classic hip hop albums to classic sneakers. He writes the Air Jordan 1 was a huge success for Nike and Mike's career. The Air Jordan 2, not so much. It was a complete divergence from the one. It didn't. OK, but it was uh, drawing uh, parallels. The Beastie between. Boys also had a certified classic with their first album, License to Ill. But those expecting the fun loving party jams such as Five Fear Right and Girls were in for a shocker when the group dropped Paul's Boutique. Now, a lot on this podcast, you bring up old school stuff and like yeah. you feel I old, feel like old stuff like from Complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like features mm -hmm. and stuff and like, you know, mm -hmm. the meetings where he's always <laughs> Stuff like, where like you yelled at him eight years no, ago. No, no, not me yelling. Not me yelling. But like stuff where he would be like, "Listen, I knew the right answer," and like it was whatever reason young yeah, in his no, career. Yeah. How do you feel about this though? You know, I look, I look back. It's fun to me. No, but how do you feel? No, I remember looking back on this, and you had given me the idea of like, "Hey, you should do this," and we had like, you know, at least back in that era, it was like every sort of like, we had to do all these long lists. Yeah. yeah. So without really thinking them out, like in flesh, you would just kind of someone get like a spark of an idea, be like, hey, you could do this and this. Let's and, go to work. Yeah. And then when you have to sit down and actually like compile Tougher. it, you realize it's like a thousand times harder than just the one, two yes. connectors. And back then everything was like 25 greatest. It wasn't just like the eight greatest. You're right. You're right. Rap albums and their sneaker counterparts. Like, yeah, I feel you like gotta stretch it to 25 or 50. Kanye do do West, the college dropout, and Nike Air Max 95. Yeah, and in the, in the in the tie to that, Brendan, was the fact that he was like through the wire with the jaw and the shoe represented the human body. 
Okay. I like this. Okay. Do you like it? I do. But I, I love put, it. Put I love it. that you like it because I thought it would be one where no, like, oh, no, I had to do no, it. No, no, it was <laughs> fun. Joe Puma screamed at me and told me I had to do no, that. No, you, you were like, how come this is taking so long to write? And I'm like, because I can't think I of it. Said that? Yeah, I'm like, I can't think Sorry. of it fast enough. Sorry. I, this, <laughs> I like this. I mean, now different time. It would it maybe wouldn't. Hold I don't think up. we would ever do this now. But like, I love that. 2014 you see this and like it's fun man it's or, fun or we that, were just yeah you were talking about the evolution of like where sneaker content yes. went mm-hmm. yes. on the internet where like maybe this was like fun stuff to do back then and like nowadays it'd be a bit i don't know weird but it just seems like an old idea yeah yeah for sure but yeah sorry to go on a tangent no, but no, no, i no, had no, to bring fine. that up because i really want to you know you could in slack i couldn't tell if you're like oh I no no no, no 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 it was just fun I feel like reminiscing, reminiscing on those days. You remember how long it took to write those like twenty-five feature lists, and just like the hours and hours and hours spent just like churning. And here's out. the thing: I bet it did numbers too back then. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't have the Google Analytics on it, but I'll check it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. All right. I'm good. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that totally. you. Totally. Awesome. Totally. Joe, there's one thing I have to bring up. Oh. It's not on you. Don't worry. Okay. Go ahead. You remember last week how I kind of, you had the Italian dressing on your sneakers? I'm glad you brought it up. Go. <laughs> and I, I kind of didn't, I, I wasn't that bothered by it. Mm-hmm. Well, was it I was like, coming back to you or something? I think it was. What happened? Oh, what happened? No, I was like, can you help me like clean the you sneakers? You wanted me to not, get down on my no, knees. No, not like that. I was like, <laughs> for any tips. And you were like, no. <laughs> is it the one, is the one time walking past one of those shoe cleaning kiosks paid off in your life? <laughs> no. I was walking 40 blocks downtown with our dear friend Sarah Honda, and I had... 40 blocks? Yeah, it's a nice way after work to get your thoughts out. Nice three-hour walk (laughs) after work. Um, Getting my steps up, and I had in an APC tote bag... I went to APC this weekend. Nice. A pair of New Balance 550s in the box, and I had in that same... Yes, white leather. In that same box, a salad from lunch... That I didn't get a chance to eat here at work because we're so busy and we barely ever... Wait, did it transfer over? A little vinaigrette just seeped through? Joe, not what? a little vinaigrette. Okay. The whole thing? The fucking bag was flooded. Mm. Wait, but did it come out in a weird way where you said it's an all-white leather shoe? That's easy to get out. No, but did it die Did it die at the whole thing and now all of a sudden you have <laughs> like this... OG Customs yeah. with the Italian oh, Lorenzo dressing. Lorenzo G sent me a new pair. I'm going to oh, unveil. Okay, but great. anyway, okay. listen. Here's the difference between so, you and I. You get me the, their white leather... Okay. That comes off right away. Just give them they to me at the desk and I'll take care of it. They didn't affect the shoes, but the, the box was a, mm. smelled quite like Italian dressing. And okay. It was, yeah, it was a mess. But Sarah Honda got me through 550 smelling it. like balsamic vinaigrette. <laughs> uh, update. First off, thank you for everyone who gave us tips in the comments about the Air Max 95. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I think- People more di- helpful than me. Very, more help. <laughs> yes. Uh, update, and I will put the picture in. Mm. I did dish soap. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're good. Beautiful. Yep, the stain came out. So will you clean the sticker box for me? Whatever you want. I have no problem cleaning. <laughs> I, 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 clean, I clean dirty sneakers for almost for a living. eight years. For my life, I have no, especially for my friends, I would do it. No big deal. Okay. So just yeah, let me know. What else do we got? What else do we got? I uh, mean, did I did I mention to you guys that I kept running into our close personal friend Evan Mock this weekend downtown? How no, was how was that? Multiple I was downtown times. too. We we missed each other. We always miss each other in Soho. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. I was there like eleven to two. Saw Teddy Santis. He was outside. He had the G wagon. We saluted each other. Okay. Did you say what up to Evan? Yeah, but yeah. Was he rocking the ambush Nikes? I can't remember what Evan had on feet actually. You don't. I check? saw Bradley. 
Bradley Carbone? Oh, yeah, Bradley. I always Austin. see Bradley downtown. You saw him in real life because I saw him in Vogue Italia too. And the oh, yeah. New York Times. Okay, and the Times. Yeah. Shouts to Bradley Carbone. It was Carbone. a beautiful weekend. Congrats. And Barbara too. And Barbara, yes, of, of course. course. Congrats. Mm -hmm. So What did you guys do Italia. this weekend? Not a damn thing. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was in Soho Saturday for most of the day. Doing what? I went shopping. Yeah? Yeah, just... just um, you had to go to the Prada store real quick? Did go to the Prada store. Did you go? <laughs> what? I didn't even buy anything. You're allowed, <laughs> no, I, I you're allowed go. to go. You're allowed to go. You I, I didn't buy anything. Um, went to John Elliott. Uh -huh. I, Man, we were right, right there. I know, I know. I was a block away. Ate at Lore. Nice. Midday Lore lunch, really good. Mm, they sit you on the sidewalk? No, we sat inside, but it was nice enough. Beautiful. It was nice enough. Uh, yeah, so where'd you go? What do you do? What do you what do you do in I want what do you do in Soho? Do you just like do you go to stores or you yeah, just Yeah, I'm oh yeah, I'm saying I'm saying hi to the people. I saw on Mulberry Nigel Sylvester. Okay. On his Did he bike. have the new Jordan ones on? He didn't. Did he Weird. zoom by on his bike? No, he was just posted up yeah. outside of Parm. Okay. Another good lunch spot. Just do all the name drops of the places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great day. Great uh great weekend in Soho. Weather a little chilly today though. Wilty, were you rocking with the Drake album this weekend? Uh, I didn't listen to it. No, not one. <laughs> not <laughs> one. Song? You didn't get one spin. I, I heard some snippets from it, but. And how did you feel about when he said, "I got the stripes for fuck Adidas"? I we've had this conversation before. I th I, I I do think that um, the whole checks over stripes things is like one of the not be not because I've been a, a big Adidas fan. Right. I just think it's corny. Why uh, as a line? It's just like what it like transpired, you know what I mean? Like of everyone like chicks, like in like the people who are not yeah. actually affiliated with Nike, just like random in Twitter civilians, yeah. check, checks over stripes, giving checks. a brand their total allegiance for no reason other than Drake. Said oh, what checks over line. stripes over here? It's like, wow, nobody... they say that at the Red Bull game to you ever? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I just they know better. No, I mean, like, it just yeah. became this, like, you don't complete need... brand fealty for you don't need to have no like, reason. Yeah, it's not cool to just like. Give your loyalty to a brand that has never done anything for you other yes. than like allow you to occasionally buy expensive sneakers from them. Yes, occasionally. O occasionally, if you're if you are so so blessed and lucky. And Marcus Jordan even popped out and he put it on his IG caption. He said, "Yeah, I got the stripes for fucking Adidas." <laughs> it's whatever. The other week we talked about, you know, it's like oh Drake making fun of New Balance, right? Yeah, and then. We were talking about it last night, where like Nike pops out with like another like clearly like New Balance shoe. Yeah. What? Do Wait. You, what did you? Which one? Okay. Let me. So know. I don't want to say that we had this conversation. So Nike did a Zoom uh, Zoom Five. It's around the same time. I'm glad as you brought the, these up. As the nine nine two nine nine three were like originally introduced to the market. So it is like a contemporary of that shoe. The original colorways of that shoe were like white and blue and like white and red. It wasn't like a New Balance looking shoe at the time. They decide to release it in a to all tonal gray. I just sent you a picture of this shoe, Joe. Tell me this is Nike Zoom Vimero 5 in iron ore colorway. And we've we've talked about this before. Like, is Nike ripping off New Balance support? Do you think, think this looks like a 99X? Yeah. It's definitely going for that the color scheme. It's yeah. definitely going for that consumer. It's like, it, I'm not saying that they're like ripping them off because it is an OG shoe. Yeah. But it's definitely like realizing that the New Balance trend is popular. And we're like, hey, how do we get, get like some a, of that money back? How do we get a piece of that pie? I could I could see it. I see it more than the the one with the other one last time yeah, now, or Max it. Bliss or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's like a clear run at like trying to like get some of those people to buy Nike shoes. Yeah, 
That's fair. If somebody brought it to my attention and they were like, this is this is a pure ripoff of New Balance. They got to put this on the wall at New Balance headquarters as a trophy. And I always like to gauge how other people feel about those things because I looked at the shoe too and I was like, yeah, it does look kind of like a 99X. But like you said, the DNA has existed at Nike. The shoe has existed, yeah. but the shoe never looked like that. Yeah, true. Um, I guess we have to, I guess it's the last bit, the elephant in the room. Uh, oh. We could talk about the whole early access. Not yet. Let's give away shoes first. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a sure. no. We're saving that. No, for a we real got. Topic. Yeah, we got plenty for. We yeah. got plenty on that. So what would away? we do without your tweets for the fodder? <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like. What are we gonna do the podcast about this week? You're like, well, do you think of three things you can say on the internet that we could talk about for 35 <laughs> minutes on the podcast? <laughs> that's so funny because that's a conspiracy theory that people would have about complex like. You planted oh, something. They they pay him to get on Twitter and say wild stuff to upset people. <laughs> Not true. Okay. Should we give away shoes? Let's do it. Every week on the Complex Sneakers Podcast, we give away a free pair of sneakers courtesy of our friends eBay and their Authenticity Guarantee Program. You can go to ebay.complex.com to enter. You can submit there a question for us to respond to here on the air. If we pick your question and we read it aloud and we give some insightful commentary, we're going to send you, even if the commentary is not insightful, a free pair of sneakers courtesy of eBay. Who How, do you, away remember, to this how do you remember that every week? What? How do you remember that every week? We're, He's really good at doing the, the bits, like... I got bits of nothing else. Like the, I mean, I'm full that's size. A lot of words. I know that he says it every week, but that's a lot but of I mean, words to remember. But I got some words. Too. But on full size run, we've been doing it for for God, years too. Of like too him, of him being like, oh, every week we go through and pick who has the worst take. <laughs> okay. You know? Well, we're doing that this week, and the question comes from Cameron Thompson from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I don't know. Have you seen this one? This question. The question is: What's the most surprising shoe you've seen an older person you thought wouldn't be into shoes wear? Now, for this, I don't know if there's, like, one example. I love, like, uh, I was showing Dunn we, when we were in Spain when we shot mm -hmm. Erling Holland. Yeah. Someone had a, no. A, a, and you had on the fit, like, it was winter? I had an ACG fit on, which stands <laughs> for, hold on, which All stands for what? Hold on. Every single okay. condition, yeah. And that was a condition. It was 85. Go on. And I was sweaty. It was all black. But anyway. Uh, yes, but I remember I saw I forget where it was. To be honest, I think it was like the testing center. But there was like this guy, this guy in like a like a fit, like just like um, how do I do it? just like a normal fit, but mm -hmm. he had hokas on and was like just crushing. And I was like, man, just great, great yeah. style. And there's like, but do you ever hop on the train and you see somebody in a pair like an old guy on the Q train with yeah right no. SB Dunk Diamond Low no. stuff like that, that no, nothing like crazy heat there used to be I remember when I worked at Foot Locker there was like this I think he was a teacher at Rutgers a professor at Rutgers mm -hmm. at the time this is like like 2010 2012 mm -hmm. era of shoes he would come in and buy like all the releases so how like, old is this guy uh he was probably like 50s or 60s yeah um so so a Jordan 3 white cement would drop and you'd come in and he buy He would it. try and get like... That's cool. Yeah, but just like, uh, you know, like 60-year-old like white professor that like yeah. you wouldn't really expect to like be into shoes. But um, he... Did anybody talk to him and get his story? Like he, Yeah. He, I mean, I think he like had done some stuff where he wanted people to come in and like talk about like hype behind like shoes. He was like a... This isn't Matt Powell, is it? No, 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 no. He was like a master's program teacher talking mm. about like economics and mm. all this sort of stuff and then he would come in and buy like 
foam posits and LeBrons and Jordan retros hmm. and like all this sort of stuff. And it was just That's real, cool. really unexpected. Did, when he would come in to buy these shoes, would he be wearing the last release? Like yeah, he, he like you'd see him. It wouldn't just be he wouldn't show up in like yeah. Monarchs and buy a pair of Kobe's. You yeah, know? but he'd continuously come around and I like that. Into it. Yeah, remember that guy. In Dubai, I don't know if you remember meeting oh, him, he, the guy Stephen Smith. Yeah, Not Stephen Smith. Smith, the sneaker designer. He This guy DMs me from time to time, as does Stephen Smith, the sneaker designer. But he was the subject of this viral photo where it's him wearing the Yeezy 350 Beluga, I think, with the orange stripe, right? Yeah, he's just sitting at a table or something like that, and <laughs> yeah. someone took a picture of yeah. him. Yeah, and he's part, and this is, yeah, again, like a 60-year-old white guy. Maybe he's listening to this, but he's parlayed that into some small amount of internet fame where he's like, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who was in that he photo. He came up to us in Dubai, Joe, and he has like his phone out, and he's like, have you ever seen this before and it's like a photo of like this old, old guy wearing sitting. Yeezys. He's like, that's me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he probably has like the photo like framed at his house. <laughs> he he DM'd me this week asking if I was gonna be in uh Abu Dhabi for F1. I'm not. We'll be at Complex Con, buy your tickets, just as exciting as an F1 Grand Prix weekend. Maybe more actually more exciting. I'll say that. Really? Yeah. Huh. If we're there. I'm not gonna oh, I'm not gonna dispute that. One that sticks out, Ralph Lauren. Oh, Ralph in the air. Bacons? Mm -hmm. Special. Well, Ralph's worn a lot of shoes. Yeah, but the Air out. Bacon, though. Was it the Jordan 14 that he wore? I yeah. think so, yeah. The, the Bacon, though, with the blazer. Yeah. It, and I guess it's it. not as unexpected of a shoe, but there was the photo, I think I put it out there, like maybe like a month ago, where he was at the Ralph's coffee truck. Okay. Wearing the suit with the New Balance 990s on. Yes, yeah. And it was just, it just looks cool. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's Ralph Lauren. Like, <laughs> what else do you need to say? Yeah. By the way, we're giving away a pretty sweet pair of shoes this week. I think we gave these away already, but nobody can be mad at having a pair of these. No, one of the shoes of the year, I think. Oh. And that panel's coming back. Oh, Complex Con. There yeah, are plenty Complex of reasons Con. to buy a ticket. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see it. We have. I see it. The green Brooklyn, question mark, quote unquote. Is it the Brooklyn? Virgil Abloh, rest in peace. Off-white. Love it. Nike Air Force One. Love it. Green pair. What more do you need to say about this shoe? Not much. Do you Nothing want, else, right? Do you want to just uh, maybe touch on a conspiracy theory real quick, oh, Brendan? Oh, no. <laughs> do you feel like that shoe was slated to be a release at the Brooklyn Museum, and for whatever reason, either the museum or Nike couldn't figure out the logistics, or the museum or Nike didn't, didn't want Didn't we talk about this before? I think we talked about this before. You had said that... I'll co-sign that conspiracy theory, so, as long as we can like put the... You know, clear disclaimer, disclaimer. conspiracy. I think theory. I think I think as far as we had gotten, Brendan, was is that you had said that you had seen the people wearing the employees wearing the shoes at the right. museum and they had said that they were, they were for the employees at the museum, but right. there was I don't think we ever touched on the idea of why the release didn't happen. Yeah, I yeah, it's tough to know. That'd be pure speculation, but it felt like there was something in the works and Clark Kent even said on full size run that there was mm -hmm. gonna be an event. Yeah. I don't know. That the, didn't happen. It still didn't. The The exhibit runs until January, so maybe it will. But who, who's, who's the person getting these? Cameron Thompson, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Cameron, you don't have to worry about all that stuff because you're getting a free pair of Off-White Air Force Ones from your guys and from eBay. Shouts to eBay. Always. Shout out to all the Yinzers out there. Nice. You ever been to Pittsburgh, Joe? Me neither. No. <laughs> Well, I, I feel I like have. wealthy's probably better. no. I've actually never been to Pittsburgh. I, think I, have. I, I have spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania, not Pittsburgh though. I haven't spent mm. a lot of time in like the Midwest. Yeah, same. Should we talk about this tweet of yours? Oh, yeah. oh sh we should talk about the shoes you're wearing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I wore these once on the show, so nothing crazy. But these are the Ronnie Feig 
A6 brick. This was the, was it called the palette collection? Mm. Where you had all the different shades. That's br- Is that wall. brown or red or like a reddish uh, brown? It's, it's like a maroon. Yeah, it says brick. That so was the, that's the official colorway on the yeah. box. So. You know I'm calling colorblind. It's brown so with a maroon sole. Okay. Stray Rats 580. Ah, beautiful. Nice. We'll talk about one of the sneakers of the year. For me, that's in there. Ooh. For me personally, that's in there. Stray Rats 580, yeah. Nice like, shoes. Thank you, man. Welty, is this the right colorway between the two? I think that that's like the one that people are going to go for, right? Yeah. <laughs> Joe looks so nervous for no, a second. No, no, I feel like that's <laughs> I like one. this one better. Yeah. The color blocking the different. That's the one other that stands like a, out more a little like, bit. Yeah. The other one's like um, like a crimson, right? Yeah, maroon. like maroonish, yeah. I wouldn't mind wearing either of them, though, okay. but I think that that's the one that sticks out to people. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad you brought a shoe that you've worn on this show before because I'm doing the same thing and wearing a shoe that I've worn on this show before. You had said that, so did you follow, you didn't follow through with what you had said you were going to do with those shoes last time, right? What did I say I was going to do? Remember you were like, hey, can I make this like a, the beat white leather shoes? <laughs> Something I never follow through on and you always hold me accountable for. No, but you had said that you were thinking of doing it. Yeah. So it, I haven't turned them into the beaters just yet. Still still reasonably clean. Pata, Air Max 1, the white wave, best one of the pack in my opinion. Okay. I didn't sound too certain when I said that, but um, okay. Now yes. can we get to this famous Welties? Oh God, I didn't. Well, think let's latest. first give context about. Wait, first when he posted the thing. What the health? What what, what is that thing oh. you posted on IG stories? Health, but make it Eastern European. Oh yeah, <laughs> you cooking up. I was eating. Is that a trip overseas? Yeah, a little I was bit? eating steak and uh, pierogies, bro- broccoli and pierogies, and I also had uh, a hoshkar, which is like an Armenian cross in the background. So. Okay. I love pierogies. Hold on. <laughs> okay, Hold on. I just wanted to get Real that quick. on. Because I just saw this photo and it when was funny to me. When you prepare pierogies, do you boil and then in the frying pan? I like um, boiled more. That's just okay. a personal thing. I like a little Dumplings brown. Dumplings too. I like a little brown on the pierogies. Yeah. And I load them with garlic. Onions? A little bit of onions, but a lot of garlic. Yeah. Bring the Polish into the Italian. Oh. Right? Yes. Okay. okay. Well, let's get down to business. We were the, talking the famous, about the latest famous Matt Welty. Yes, tweet. and we were talking about for the Lost and Found Jordan ones. Yes. They are rolling out a different release, exclusive access program mm-hmm. type of process, or at least it's more transparent this time. It's possible they've done stuff this, like this in the past and just not it, said it. It may be similar, Brendan, to one of the, the first. Was it the first exclusive access program, or one of them was the Virgil Fifty Dunks? That was the biggest marquee one at that point. But they, I think, was it officially communicated on that that Nike had said that people who maybe hadn't been as favorable in the past may be more favorable on this one? No, they were just more vague. And okay. I feel like that's always the problem with the exclusive access stuff is you don't really know what the conditions are, what the parameters are to gain the access. And I know that you have to keep that stuff opaque to some extent because if you let people know exactly what it is, then it's easier to cheat. Yeah. But this is the first time that I can remember where they were super transparent saying like, look, if you lost before- It was 20. Yeah. What, okay, what, what exactly did they say? They uh, said if you had lost on 20 Air Jordan 1, 20 previous Air Jordan 1 sneakers raffles, mm-hmm. that you would have like preferential- Yeah. Exclusive access will provide some of our most dedicated sneakers members the opportunity to purchase the Air Jordan 1 Chicago. The offers will go out to a selection of members who have entered and lost at least- 20 different Air Jordan 1 high releases on sneakers. Doesn't guarantee general availability or availability in your preferred size, but basically it's going to send you a push notification you can buy the shoes. Do we think that, you know, like you said, the off-white 50 dunks, now this, do you think that they're trying to basically be more transparent and give more kind of like strategy to get sneakers as well, they have these a, releases come up? 
they had another one too. Oh, sorry, um, it came up yesterday. I forget which shoe. I think it was. the Gigi Kobe's too. I think they were. That was preferential toward people who had tried to buy Kobe's and maybe something around the Amaminiere Jordan twos as well. So for the the Varsity Royal Dunk Lows, same type of thing, right? Same type of thing, but this one's even further down the line where it's twenty five raffles lost on. Right, you're trying to buy dunks all the time. You've never got to buy a pair on the sneakers app. Which I think is a feeling that a lot of people yeah. can relate it's to. It's just crazy because I guess I guess to put it into context where it's like twenty releases, you know, where it's like I think we we all kind of joke around about Nike having like a few silhouettes that they've been just like pumping, pumping, pumping colorways on it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the brand's quantifying that you've entered twenty different releases of this one model, twenty five different releases of this one model. Mm-hmm and you've lost on all of them, that you're going to be the person who gets the preferential treatment really brings to light how much they've been milking a few silhouettes that yeah. you've lost. It, it highlights it. But I still, I love this process because, again, I think that they've not been transparent and it's been frustrating for people and people just feel like, oh, I'm being cheated every time, mm-hmm. which I don't think is the case. And I think this is the right way for them to do it and to kind of balance things out a little bit where like if you haven't been able to buy any of these shoes that you really want here here's one as a treat well the sneaker the sneakers app too is like become just so mainstream yeah in general where it's it's really like a everything is but the sneakers app more than everything's like a numbers game where it's just yes. like it feels like everyone has it sends you a push notification hey you know nike dunk low panda is yeah. dropping in 10 minutes or whatever, yeah. or whatever. How do you not have a pair of pandas yet, though? But just regardless, that, yeah. that, was, just a, that was just a filler. You missed out on the 70 pandas. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That, <laughs> no, no, no. That, that, was just, that was just a filler. But swipe up, do you want to enter? Yeah. And so many people who don't even have intentions of purchasing the shoe, yeah. just because they want to hit on something from Nike, will just Yeah, boom. there's no investment. It takes you seven seconds, if that, you know? And you went and you disrespected these people. No, I didn't. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> I'm I kidding. made a joke. Okay, yeah, yeah. I made a joke that I thought was pretty... So, it was a funny joke. So my joke was meant to be commentary on sneaker culture, was something we've spoken about yes. many a times on this show where I don't think that this is like a hot button topic or anything that's out of line where it's not like, controversial. Sneaker culture is weird at this time because it's there's always been preferential silhouettes. Right. Right. Yep. Things back, that come into vogue you go, fall out of favor. You go back to 05, 06 when a lot of us got into shoes. And Air Force Ones and Nike SB Dunks, maybe Air Jordan 5s were mm-hmm. like the three shoes that a lot of people kind of yeah. went Air around. Air Max 90s maybe. Yeah. What, like, but at that time, it was like Air Force Ones and Nike uh, SB For sure. Dunks. Right? I'm with you. So, you know, years later, foam posits, Nike LeBrons. Okay. Right? Um, years down the road, Flynet Racers. NMDs. Whatever. Yeah. Yeezy 350s, et cetera, et cetera. Now we're at this point where it feels like in the past few years, maybe like 2019 mm-hmm. on or maybe like start of like 2020 on where Nike Dunk Low, mm-hmm. like G, uh, GR, is, is that the best way to put it? Yeah. yeah. Like the non-SB, just like yeah. the, yeah. the GR. Uh, Nike Sportswear Dunk. Yeah. Inline. Inline Dunks. And Air Jordan 1. But maybe I feel with the Air Jordan 1, not even OG colorway, but just like they've been doing all these just like yeah. random colorways of the shoe. Those two shoes have become like the end-all be-all for like a, 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 a lot of collectors. A new or age of sneaker collectors to some yeah. extent. I do think that it is influenced a lot by 
the Instagram trends of you'd see the people's sneaker closets. Yeah. And it'd be like the Pantone uh, shoe cubbies. A rainbow array of all different Jordan ones. Yeah. Yeah. Where that became like a cool thing. Yes. Yeah. I and think so that, your I think, actual, can we get to your actual? Oh, sorry. Tweet? I didn't mean to. Sorry. No, no, no. All good. No, all good. So you said, and this is this is hilarious to me. You said if you've entered twenty Air Jordan raffles, you need to find God, not these shoes. The shoe was the Air Jordan one lost and found. I thought it was. I thought it was. A Wait, easy... was that a pun? It yes, was a pun. It was okay. funny. Lost and found. Look at you, the Drake and Twenty One album I got thought, you feeling a little froggy. I just thought it was. I tweeting the puns. I thought it was funny. You're I th- right. I thought it was. Just, it still is. I thought it was uh, just instant commentary on where we've gotten to in sneaker culture, yeah. where. It wasn't like you were making fun of these people or like you no, were saying that the release no, process it was, was a bad. Joke. It was a joke. And I feel like I'm not going to sit here and uh, like apologize or <laughs> yeah. say sorry or Matt walk it back. responds to. No, no, no. None of, none of that. people got upset. Well, people always get upset at what you tweet. No, but I didn't realize that then Air Jordan going. 1. No, we've, we've spoken about it, but I didn't realize that this like corner of people that like are only into Air Jordan 1s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have no issue with the Air Jordan 1. I've yeah. never said anything negative about that shoe for the most part, except this whole like modern wave of Nike just like milking the shoe into, yeah. into the ground. They're Jordan 1's the most famous, most important shoes of all time. Yeah, you'd be a fool to deny that. And yes. you never have. I've never, yeah. But it's just funny that we've gone to this space where it just, people's whole collection is just Air Jordan 1. So when you say a joke about the Jordan 1, it's like a personal disrespect to these people. Yes. And I, and I always felt too the Air Jordan 1 was this shoe that, no matter how great it is that people like they feel like when they get into sneaker culture by purchasing the Air Jordan 1 it like insulates them from being a noob because they they're like I got the OG shoe this is like, you th- felt like this for I a felt few like this years. for a while you know, yeah. he brings this up a lot where mm. it's like it's Wait, like did, would, I don't want to put words no, in no, your no, mouth you can, but go, didn't, go didn't you say like didn't you be like it's become a TikTok shoe a little bit but that's true I think so yeah. I feel like really 2 years ago that was happening yeah, yeah, and then now it's like it's just its own thing, and everyone still has these collections of Air Jordan twos. But I felt like we even saw it too. Was a lot of people who got into shoes for the first time, the first shoe they'd run and buy is an Air Jordan one, which is fine, which yeah, is totally, totally fine, totally, totally fine. But I just don't see how people like who are become Air Jordan one collectors or want to be part of sneaker culture like don't realize that hey, in sneaker culture we make jokes, we have fun. Yeah, you know, it's like it's always been like this since Nike yeah. talking beforehand. If you can't stand the heat of someone like making like a commentary joke about your collection being all Air Jordan 1s, then it's like, yeah, you need, a li- you need a little thicker skin. It's funny you bring up Nike talk as it relates to this and jokes. Nike talk, Bro. we always say it, has birthed some of the most witty like <laughs> responses and all the Nike talk people, I've said this before, but it's true. All the Nike talk people, when they go on Twitter, they have all oh, these snap. quick-witted responses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah th- that's a good but point. That like, a- like making jokes, it, there was like such like a not not like a language, but it was like their responses. Some of the wit was so like out there, especially when it talked to sneakers. It was just like snapping. But, but that whole that whole just that snapping. I feel like that whole era of like collectors. Mm-hmm. It's like none of those aren't the people who are getting mad about you making jokes about sneakers on the internet. Mm-hmm. And those are the people who've been collecting shoes. The longest, yeah. you know, and this isn't this isn't gatekeeping. Saying you need to be into shoes for this long, but it's just like, hey, in sneaker culture, especially in Nike talk back in the day, people used to, dude, it was savage. I mean, and it was not about the shoes you were wearing; it was no. about like yeah. personal, your personal life. Like, 
there was all like people bringing up like relationships yeah. like how you look like oh, wow. the clothes you wore it was like it got really personal on nike talk back yeah. in the day yeah and if people are getting upset about people making a joke about your collection being all air jordan ones yeah imagine if they had been on nike talk back in the day <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do want to ask one thing though yeah people felt and the sweep that you yeah. posted was a joke but yes yeah, joke people thought that it was out of touch do you think it was out of touch no not at all you weren't properly acknowledging that there are all these people who are spending all this time yeah. trying to buy shoes and hey, are like look, frustrated. I, no, no, yes. I, under, I understand that. Yeah. I to, trust me, I totally understand like people not being able to get shoes. I'm not out here saying like, haha, you can't get shoes. Right. Da, 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 da. That's not what this is pointed at at all. Yeah. It's just pointed at the reality that we're at this point in sneaker culture where like there's a whole new generation of collectors who only collect Air Jordan 1s. Mm. And it's totally cool to be an Air Jordan 1 collector. We did a piece on yes. that kid Dylan yes. Ratner back in the day yes. who had yeah. all the OG Air Jordan 1s. Yeah. So I don't have any sort of qualms towards it. I did a piece, uh, I forget, oh, I think we sourced all the, sh you actually gave me your shoes for it and we went to Flight Club and we got every uh, single- My 1985 Jordan We got ones. every single iteration of the black and red yeah. Air Jordan 1s and shot 360 GIFs on all of them and detailed the differences between wow. all the shoes. The fire, body of work is there. Fire feature. So we've done we've, we've done we've, we've done yeah. all the Air Jordan 1 work out there. It's just like, hey, people need to diversify their collections a little bit. That's all. And if also, they want to, yeah. I feel like it's still a, an, an interesting thing to say or to like point out of like, yeah, if this brand is giving you, like I said, as a treat, the thing you get is that you get to buy the shoe after you tried to buy the shoe 20 times and couldn't then like maybe you should find a different way or a different shoe to like you know what i mean it's it, like goes you, back to this thing of like no, you don't no, have no. to give them your dedication or all your time or i get that i get that but this is the one you really want yeah. no for this sure this is the the one after all the 20 because no i get it he can't comment on it you know why because he got him backdoor to him <laughs> Okay. Okay. Again, Time out. I, I was gonna say he had him for four months, not backdoor, but okay. Thank you. Okay. But, but I, like, but this is the one. Anybody no, who's frustrated by this stuff, I totally get it. No, we've all I'm, been there. Trust me. Right, but number twenty-one, this would be a good celebration. It's to not. Hit on, it's the lost not making one. fun of people's frustration of not being able to Shouldn't, buy shoes. Right. That's what it's not at all. It's okay. just that's funny, and it's it's just commentary that's of we've gotten funny. to a point where all all, all you wear is Air Jordan ones. People say to me, "Well, all you wear is." Great New Balances. Ha. Do I need Roast to go? Him back. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure. You want me to go take a picture of my closet and show you like the nineteen different shoe brands that I wow. have in there right now? You brought the yellow ones out. <laughs> brought the yellow ones out. You want me to break out like the Sockenies hey. and, and the oh, Asics and going. the okay. Kangaroos what? and the Nikes, the Nikes, Reeboks. Do you? Yeah, I. I don't think I had those. What? Elises. I said it, not him. Yeah, I don't think I had those. <laughs> He's all right. That's all. Oh. And this, and this is another tweet. joke, so people don't get mad about it. Okay. Me and Brendan were talking about this yesterday. No, as now well. you're gonna put me in it. <laughs> no, we've the, the it's it's just. Can we say another joke? Yes. Okay. Okay. It was from the movie Rounders. Yes. The quote where it says, "If you sit at the table for 30 minutes trying to figure out the sucker, and if you can't figure out who the sucker is, chances are, what the hell does that have to do with? It's you. What? Oh." <laughs> Are you saying trying to? It's just like it's like you said. It's like if you let the brand pl play you this many times, yeah. then maybe it's like you need to like find another avenue into trying to. Not, I'm not saying Which that is it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's hard. But sometimes it's like, hey, if this isn't gonna work, 
maybe I can figure out, try to figure out another way to get the shoes. But also, I hope that everything we've heard about how many pairs of these Jordan sure. ones are making is true. And I really do Everyone hope there it. are many, many hundreds of thousands of pairs. And I hope everybody gets a pair as long as they get them after me. Well, everyone's going to get them after you. You've had them. <laughs> no, but I truly do hope that. That's the bottom line. But how much... How you does like that? This... Isn't that what Stone Cold says? Yeah, I was going to say. That's the bottom, bottom line. line. Wrestling. Yep. Stone, Stone Cold. Cold said so. Sneaker, sneaker yeah, his first pair of Jordans. First pair of Kobe's, too? Yes. Fumbled the, the boot bag to try and get Nike. I feel like... So I hope... Here's the thing. You know what would be Watch amazing the if they come... episode for the contest. Yes, but amazing if Magnum, the boot company comes back now he's still he's stone cold still does outdoor activity so it'll work <laughs> you gave me one of the most difficult assignments of my career joe um uh, identify how many times so, can you so, say that so people uh <laughs> wait wait more difficult than the 25 albums as classic well, sneakers anyways, so, so those who don't know it's like i've work behind the scenes on sneaker shopping over mm -hmm. the years providing like factual information about products mm -hmm. and the shoes that are featured and all that sort of stuff and identifying things and there's a segment of the show at the end saying what's on feet and you have to give the names of the shoes that joe's wearing and the guests wearing usually it's pretty cut clear right mm -hmm. sometimes it's a little harder if a guest is wearing like a random high fashion boot or something like that and i'm like i don't know what this is yep but we have stone cold in there and he has just has a pair of brooks on i don't know every single no, but to be fair, it was because, uh, but I sent you the Zoom, and then you- That, that yeah. was better, but this is, I'm like, well, what brook shoe is this? I don't know, like, oh, this is the The ghost, the glycerin. Yeah. But you got it pretty quickly after. Well, I had been researching brook shoes on the internet for the past, like, hour. You should have just told me. I have the high-res images. <laughs> Anyways. Isn't there an AI who can do that for us? I've never- I've never, this is the first time when I felt like a, a non-sneakerhead in yeah. the moment where I went to Google and typed in Brooks gray and blue sneakers. Yeah. It was just hoping to see something pop up. That did it looked, pop up? I'm sure it did. Well, it did, but I, I couldn't tell from that angle that if it was the exact one. And I don't want to give people the wrong information about right. the shoes that Absolutely. Stone Cold is saying. He'll stun never. you. Yeah, you He'll imagine stun you. Stone Cold stunned you over that? Did you ever give someone the stunner back in the day? No, but it I was did. a thing. Did you? I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure I did, but... On the trampoline or something. Just so, just so you guys know, real quick, and I said this. I told, I think I told Anna. I told Jose, on set. There was a time in Bayshore High School where they were stunning people in the hallways, and the books would fly all like, yeah, they were all, all of imagining. And yesterday, yeah, yesterday I got two messages. Remember in remember in the halls where like people were stunning people and the books were flying and because they messaged me after they saw it, it was a thing like right in the hallways. I, I'm just imagining <laughs> that like the like textbook you know you're, yeah, you're holding yeah, yeah. the text yeah. the books were flying all over. The, the, you know the soundtrack um, or the sound bed that uh, audio bed that people put on you know a lot of those videos where it's like Jim Ross. Yes, I wish we like, could have the glass like cracking and Jim Ross be like oh no yeah all, all of imagining is like. That's what's happening to a young Joel Puma. I didn't get stunned. But you but were stunning people. No, and I wasn't stunning people. But I was Innocent on a bystander. I was on high alert, though. I was more of a rock bottom guy. What's what's that? The rocks finishing move. What is it? You just take and you like a uh, slam. I'll show you after. Did you watch yeah. the Crown Jewel, Joe? No. Over the weekend. So you're really watching wrestling. I didn't. I didn't watch that one, but I like uh, watched up on the the score or the card updates. Our good friend Bianca Belair, okay. yeah, beat Bailey. Okay. Can All we right. talk about something that definitely yeah. nobody's going to get offended by? Yeah. 
Nike suspending Kyrie Irving? Yo, so this happened after we recorded last week. Mm -hmm. So not to like uh, obscure it. So what, yeah, yeah. what had happened is I think he had shared a link to a – this is post-Kanye. Mm -hmm. So yes. uh, heightened feelings towards anti-Semitism mm -hmm. out there, which there should be anyways. Mm -hmm. But Ky Kyrie had shared a link to a film that was like a Holocaust denial yeah, there were some film. elements of that and a lot of weird anti-Semitism in it, a, a movie that was on Amazon, and now he's catching all this heat for it. And I, I think it's like it's like the Kanye thing where even though I don't think Kyrie went as far as Kanye did, you know, he just reshared a movie that had he wasn't, a ton of anti-Semitic messaging he, in it. Not and he also didn't back down in subsequent interviews. Yeah. But he wasn't, not to give him a pass or anything, but just comparing no. the Kanye thing yes. to the Kyrie thing where he wasn't saying... I can say anti-Semitic things and people won't get mad right. at me. It wasn't as flagrant. But at the same time, and it's the type of thing where I don't think he aligns with the brand values of Nike. And I mm -hmm. don't think he has for a minute now when you consider like he's been kind of on the anti-vax tip for a while. And that doesn't really align to me with Nike who, you know, if you want to work at Nike, you have to be vaccinated. So there's like all these things to me that, that lead up to this point. And again, I think when you consider brand values that make sense in terms of this is why they made that decision. The Nets suspended him for five games and then basically gave him a list of stipulations that he has to handle before he could come back to the team. Mm -hmm. And then I think Nike came a couple days later mm -hmm. and said that they are basically indefinitely suspending him. I mean, the, the, I'm actually, and I reached out to Nike about this and haven't gotten a word back yet, but this, the word suspend suggests to me that it's on pause and he could come back and continue his relationship, but also the Nike Kyrie 8 isn't releasing. And this doesn't really come as a big surprise to me. I think that the relationship between Nike and Kyrie has been a little off for a while now. Well, there was all like, he didn't want the eight to come out. Did he say it was like a trash emoji? Yeah, I mean, remember last summer, they, right. he was he blasted the Nike Kyrie eight on social media and said the shoe is trash, I have nothing to do with it. Oh, and he they claimed he the wasn't name. part of the... Yeah, yes. they changed it to the Kyrie Infinity and rolled it out. And there was talks around then that Kyrie was ready to bounce from Nike and sign a big deal with a Chinese sneaker brand. And one thing I would say, when that happened and he was like, I wasn't involved in the design, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of signature shoes, you're like, the, the most cliche question when you're interviewing someone, the, the athlete about it, how hands-on yeah. were you? From what I heard, Kyrie was hands-on in the past mm -hmm. with his designs. And yeah, so when that came out, it was basically like, I had no kind and, of uh, oversight on, yeah. on this design. And they kind of smoothed it out and they figured out a way to drop it, but Nike didn't use Kyrie Irving in the promotion of that shoe at all. Mm. And even when they're promoting certain Kyrie shoes in the past year, they don't even, they go out of their way, it seems, to not use his name. So it's clear that there's been, like, some it, tension there. It's crazy, too, because, I mean, we've talked about this for years, where it was, like, the Kyrie shoe was, like, the single most popular Nike basketball model. You'd go, like, for a while, there was, like, a time where, the Steph Curry, sh like talking mm -hmm. like like uh, maybe like elementary, middle school, like mm -hmm. early high school age kids, you know, you'd be walking to work and walk past, you know, middle school or whatever. And you'd see a bunch. You'd always check like the feet of like what, you know, what people are wearing just to yeah. get a pulse of what's going on. You'd always see so much Kyrie like definitely everywhere. Hit, definitely hit hard with the kids. What about the SpongeBob collab? That was like, yeah. huge yeah. for kids. But also I think without like Nike releasing numbers, obviously, I think there was a good set of years where it was LeBron and then Kyrie was like the second highest seller. And I think it was more of like a 
they said the part of the reason behind it, number one price point the lebron yeah. shoe was like like veering close past two hundred dollars mm-hmm. Kyrie shoe was like 130 bucks or something like around that and especially the like the kids models yeah way less expensive and i think there was something that came out where it was like Kyrie and Steph were more relatable to younger kids be- because there aren't big Guards. big like booming athletes where it's like hey that guy looks like he could be my size yeah and I, I will say too i spoke to somebody who has pretty good knowledge of the nike basketball business and they told me that also Kyrie's sneaker line delivers a better margin of profit for mm. nike than lebron's and we're like the profits like in terms of how much it costs to make the shoe and market it and all that on Kyrie is yeah. a, is at around 50 percent, which is huge and if they're doing this person tells me five million pairs in a year like that's a huge amount of business for nike and even for for Kyrie, it's a ton of money too of him getting a five percent royalty for that on top of you know maybe ten million dollars for the deal. Like that's a lot of money. Do you think this was kind of a last straw that they were looking to move on from Kyrie or what? You, you I mean, know. I don't. It's tough to say that they were, and I don't have like really insider mm-hmm. knowledge on this, but it's tough to say that they were looking to move on because it is still like a ton of business for them. It's a lot of shoes they're selling, but I do feel like it's the last straw because I like I said. They haven't really been using him much in marketing materials for the past year. Like there was the issue last year where he said that the shoe was trash. Like those things definitely add tension to the relationship. And the deal, as ESPN reported earlier, is is up in 2023 anyway. So it's kind of like they don't have a huge impetus to try and really fight to keep this thing together, especially because Kyrie as a whole just looks kind of toxic right now, whether you're a sneaker brand or a basketball organization. And it was only 2019, you know, before Luca signed to Jordan, he was wearing Kyrie Irving's on court. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest superstars now who is either, I don't know if it's confirmed he's going to get a signature deal or there's been rumblings. John Morant was wearing Kyrie's yeah. on. So on court, even with these superstars, they, a lot of them were yeah. wearing Kyrie Irving's. And then it's also interesting, just like with the Yeezy thing where Adidas dropped Yay to consider what the retail implications for this all like. Are you going to destroy all these shoes? Are you going to recall them all? Uh, Coco from ATF, he posted, and I had posted a similar thing like this when the Yeezys were were getting pulled from shelves. But this is from an uh, internal message from City Gear where they're saying to their stores, like, effective immediately, stores are to pull all Kyrie 8 models from sales floor and place them in the back room. Stores are not to sell any Kyrie 8 product until further notice. You know, just like... it. it, it when these brands make these statements about we're suspending this person or dropping this person, it's very succinct and it makes it seem like it's going to be very cut and dry, but you have all this business to undo. And these people who work for the Kyrie Nike yeah. line in Nike. And I think it kind of pushed Nike into like, uh, I don't want to say a corner, but uh, yeah, maybe a corner, but especially off the heels of all of the Kanye stuff where mm. it's like, if this is not the same, obviously he didn't say the exact same stuff that Kanye right. said. But if this is happening again at Nike, where maybe I'm wrong on this, but I feel like when it comes to like the sneaker brands, Nike, not saying that Adidas isn't socially aware, mm-hmm. but it feels like Nike makes it much more their like mission statement to be on top of those. Yes, I think Nike is more concerned with these moral questions being tied into their brand identity. Yeah. So if that sort of stuff is happening at Nike, for them to be so... Uh, vocal about a lot of issues and then mm. all of a sudden to remain quiet when this is happening with one of their biggest superstars it wouldn't what, look right and especially in the past year 
or two where a lot of people have been critical of Nike. If you want to talk about very like serious social issues where there was the whole shoes being made by like the Uyghur mm -hmm. slaves um, in China, mm -hmm. the Muslim slaves where Nike was kind of like mum about like the whole issue for people. And people were like, yo, this is like some real time, like bad stuff going on. Yeah. And you want to support all these social issues in America, but like actual people are being enslaved making your shoes. It's mm -hmm. like, you need to stand up and say something about yeah. this. Yeah. Where like people are like, you're a hypocrite for not, for caring about one thing and not caring. <laughs> I mean, anything China related, you know, you see John Donahoe get a China question on like uh, CNBC or whatever. And yeah. They know and they how try to duck to, like, and weave those. Like LeBron, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, it feels like they really had to like do something about this or else it's just clear like the brand is just being uh, hypocritical. Yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see what suspend means. I wouldn't be surprised if there were no more Kyrie sneaker launches going forward, but it's definitely going to cost the brand and him a lot of money. Do you think he's going to be wearing different shoes on court? I would think that he continues to wear his own shoes. I don't think there's a reason for him to not wear it, you know, like, because then you're just giving a fr another brand like free promotion or exposure. Also, Lighter note, quick shout out to our good friend Ian Carmel, who has done a bunch of incredible parody <laughs> jokes about Kyrie Irving conspiracy theories uh, tied to this. Can we get Ian on the podcast? <laughs> Portland Trailblazers number one fan, Ian Carmel. Um, any any other big things we need to address this week? What, is, what has been going on? Listen, just for some behind the scenes, we're recording Tuesday morning. We will be back in these seats tomorrow. Yes. Because next week, not this week, next week, yeah, so we got a great ooh, legendary guest. guest. Yeah. We got a great guest. Uh, icon you know, I say iconic. No, this is actual This is yeah. actual iconic. Are you excited? Yes. We're gonna tease it a little bit. Hey, I'm excited too. I know, I know. You're excited. So I know you're excited. Two oh go ahead. Are you giving hints? No. No. Two quick before we go, two quick sneaker hits that we can talk about. Okay. Real quick. Number one, there's a new colorway of the Tom Sachs. Mars Yard, alleged general purpose. Not alleged general purpose. The one you put in Slack? And yeah. it's not good. Not good. Yeah, that's a real step. Like, the first three, I think, are all awesome I mean, for the most part. But not everyone could be good. The brown is good. The yellow's good. The first one's good. I mean, all three have been really good so far. But this one... Simply it, not good. Doesn't... Not my favorite. Color blocking's a little it's weird. It's a, like, a, kind of like a white and gray with, like, a green and yellow hit on it. But it just kind of... And it feels like with all the shoes, there's not really like a story behind them. So it's just like random colors chosen, it feels like, right? Yeah. There's no, that's, like, I think, a good way to put it. It's a little random. Yeah. Well, I mean, all of his shoes. It's not like you're going to get like some explicit uh, yeah. explanation of like this shoe is tied to like this cultural event or yeah. this. Or no, that. I know. I, I just think the color blocking. Yeah. Multiple colors. Yeah. It not, seems not a little, my favorite outs one seems a little outside of like, not that everyone should be like pigeonholed, but it just feels a little outside of his aesthetic almost. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, I've been against the GPS for a while now, so... I'm, you're, you're still not on it? No, really? I, no, I I think I've warmed up to it. Another shoe we should talk about real quick before we go. Mm -hmm. uh, Burgundy Jordan 5's coming back. Oh, Big Ben Felderstein. I'll skip that one. I thought you were excited about that shoe. I, you know what? The shoe from the same era that I am waiting to come back. Green? Yeah, the olive green Jordan 5's. Same. There's been a lot of times where I've almost made that eBay purchase for a pair of olive green Jordan 5s, size 10, but I think they will crumble at this yeah. point. So Ben's but, collapsed. Our, our colleague Ben's collapsed. Also, olive 5 is, I went to four stores the day they released. We've, all, we've definitely talked about this before. Yeah, here, went right? all up from Suffolk County all the way to Queens, finally mm -hmm. got them. 
Not for me, for my friend Andrew, who thought the green bean fives were spray painted on. <laughs> also, cost, also single-handedly we gotta, we gotta single cost the Mets the playoffs because he got the yes, Mets dunk. Famously. <laughs> right before the playoffs, as soon as he showed me the Mets dunks highs, I said, you are going to jinx them? And it was true. Look what happened. Uh, Burgundy fives wealthy. Did you did you sell those back in the day? What are your memories I, that was, associated that was with like that right, That was right before. Uh, I think I was maybe I was working at Dick Sporting at the time, but we didn't sell Jordan Retros. Yeah. Um, Certainly, you never had a pair. Never had a pair, but also those shoes weren't those a little hard to get because it was like a lifestyle. I think release? so. Yeah. LSs, right? Yeah. Is that what they used to L- call them? LS. Yeah. Um, there was those. There was the obviously the. Sorry, the the olives. Mm-hmm. There was the black and Carolina pair. Yes, that's yeah. Right. I think that those were kind of nice. And then there was like the laser pair too that yeah. came out, white and orange. Yeah, mm-hmm. did not like those. Also, big Ben felt. Yeah, the same shoe those were like my favorite. Of them. Yeah. Well, it was white, white leather with the laser. Mm. Laser fours, though, different Good story. Cool. I remember a lot of apparel being made for those shoes. The matching apparel that was yeah. that era, huh? Hey, wealthy. Um, what did you see the new Adidas CEO? Maybe, possibly the guy from Puma. Oh yeah, thumbs down. You, you don't approve of the? Not into it. He's appointment. not. He doesn't like Puma. Nope. They didn't call you. Not a Puma guy, uh, but just eh, I think that, like of all the moves you can make, obviously you're not just gonna hire some celebrity or something like that. It's always like a business, yeah, person that maybe most of us don't know who they are because yeah. it's a CEO appointment. Yeah, but bringing in a guy from Puma to it run Adidas, it just doesn't. doesn't I mean, sit everyone, right as with everyone you. knows, you know Herzogenawa, Germany is. Where, I hope they know this. Yes, uh, where both of the brands are located. Mm-hmm. It's a small little town. Uh, right north of Nuremberg. Um, nothing to do there, as people say. But the the two companies are located in the same town. Obviously, the two brothers, Rudolph and Audi Das, they're Founders of the respective companies. And I feel like there's people have said there's like, there's been people who cross lines, but it's kind of like a hard line where it's like you're on this side or that side mm-hmm. in the town. And to Adidas, I feel like, looks at Puma like it's like the little brother yes. to some to a large degree, and it's just truthful in where the brands stack up. Yeah. So to take Puma's leadership and bring it over to Adidas, mm. it's just like, is that really a forward-thinking move? Probably not. Are you going to give them a shot, though? or I mean, <laughs> <laughs> might, might as well update the resume, right, while we're at it. Imagine. You think Rich A could give me some uh, pointers and techniques on how to get the CEO? Let me ask you Maybe. this, though. Now that the Puma chief executive officer role has been vacated. You got a chance for that? Might you go there? <laughs> no, I feel like, but I feel like they'd hire someone who like doesn't matter because it's Puma and that's what they do. <laughs> and that wealthy matters. Safe to say you're not a fan? No. <laughs> I only support Puma when my friends uh, make shoes with them. Who? Uh, Overkill. The Overkill Pumas. Over, Overkill's done it. Yeah. Um, I think I have some other shoes in the past, but yeah. Typically, if my friend does a collab, I'll give them a nod with most things in general you should support what your friends do yeah that's a good message to end on yes absolutely all right listen this has been the complex sneakers podcast we hope everyone has a great weekend please like subscribe we will see you with a big one a big episode next week and even the week after that we got another big always guest. yeah another one our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jillian Hardman Webb. Audio editing done by Haley Choi. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs>